Yes, team, how are we? Welcome to another episode of the High Performance Coach Podcast. I hope that you're well. It's five minutes past six on Sunday, the 15th of May. I've just recorded an incredible podcast with Mr. Dan Hancock, Ben Lewis, and Danny Williams of the Happy to Health Podcast, as the boys are putting on a 24-hour podcast marathon to raise money for an incredible charity. And when they asked me to jump on at 4 a.m., and record a podcast with them. It was an absolute no-brainer and uh, fair play to the lads. They've been going for the last 18 or 19 hours. So uh, although that was the earliest podcast recording that I've ever done, um, seeing those uh, lads obviously at it after uh, obviously 18 hours of, uh, of non-stop uh, conversation and communication is absolutely class, uh, which also gave me the energy and the inspiration to now be able to jump on and record this episode this morning. If I am slightly quieter, it's because I'm currently sat in my family's um, back bedroom. Um, I'm currently back in Devon, have been for the last week or so, and uh, we're going to be driving back up to Scotland later on today. But as it is five past six, um, I don't want to operate with my same usual level of uh, pace, pitch and tone. Uh, otherwise, I think I'll have a, a, few, a few annoyed family members if they've, uh, they've been woken up before they've uh, intended to do so. So today, we're going to take a deep dive into one of the biggest things that I actually think coaches are actually quite good at in terms of the action and the desire and the willing and want, uh, but so often can often struggle with the implementation of those actions. And that's going to be exploring planning and the ability to now be able to improve the quality of your planning in order for you to now be able to operate and perform at a higher level, in order for you to be able to get more done in less time, and in order for you to now be able to thrive and excel across body, business, brain, and balance, and in order for you to now be able to really make sure that you can maximize and capitalize and get the very best out of each and every day and each and every week, uh, which is now going to be absolutely key because we know as fitness business owners, you've got so many different roles and responsibilities. You can so often feel as though that you're being pulled from pillar to post and you can so often feel as though that nothing's ever done and there's always so much to do. And I feel as though that coaches are actually really quite good at getting a journal, getting a note book um, and getting a nice shiny pen and having the time and the space and the opportunity to now sit down and plan and map out. But I feel as though one of the biggest boundaries and one of the biggest challenges that we actually now have is the ability to now be able to action, implement, follow through, how to now plan more effectively, how to now plan more efficiently, and how to now be able to create better quality boundaries and barriers in order for them to be able to action and implement what they now know they've got the capacity, the willing and the want and the ability to now be able to do so. So if we now look at six key core common problems that I now typically see this is obviously now being through my own journey through my own experience um, and also now with the coaches that I now currently work with me first and foremost um, have an inability to now be able to focus in a world whereby there's so much information there's so much to do there's so much uh, that you need to action implement and facilitate you can feel as though that you are now stretched you're being pulled from pillar to post you're inside social media you're off social media you're in your dms you're out your dms you're having one conversation you're having um another conversation at the same time and you can just feel as though that you have got all these different things now going on you're trying to program respond to messages you're trying to plan your diary you're trying to sort out all of these different things and so often I find coaches have an inability to now be able to focus on the main thing. Uh, they feel as though that they get easily distracted. They end up then getting procrastinated, they end up procrastinating, end up getting overwhelmed, which then obviously then leads to frustration, which then leads to losing confidence and trust in themselves, which can then obviously, um, obviously have then a negative kind of uh, domino effect onwards. And the ability to now be able to focus on one task and the ability to now be able to operate on the world-class basics and the ability to now be able to um, really take a deep dive and get some deep work done, I feel as though it's one of the biggest challenges that coaches often face. Number two, they question themselves. 
am I doing enough? Should I be doing, should I now be doing more? Am I working hard enough? And I feel as though this is this consistent tug of war. And if you can now resonate and relate to this, I think it's important for you to now be able to understand and recognize that you're not alone. This is one of the biggest reoccurring themes that I now typically see. And again, even with um, myself at points as well, is that constant question between uh, being on the edge and pushing and demanding more from yourself and actioning and implementing and doing the work, but then also giving yourself the space and the time and the opportunity to now be able to recharge, enjoy, reflect, take some time to actually be able to now think, have some fun, etc. Um, and it's the ability to now be able to push and pull and operate with that kind of accelerator brake mentality. And it's the ability to now be able to um, acknowledge how you're now measuring your kind of optics, how you're now measuring your progress and actually now how you're measuring success, which is absolutely key, which is why you constantly question yourself, am I now doing enough, which can lead to volatility, chaos, and you now just creating problems just for the sake of it. Number three, this is something that I've seen with um, coaches that I've worked with over the years. And I feel as though that it is definitely a common theme. And that's the thought process of planning for the sake of planning. They're incredibly good at setting the intentions of sitting down and actually planning out and mapping out what they actually now want to be able to do. But when it now comes to actually actually implementing that, that is where the kind of the challenge and the gap fundamentally lies. Not only that, I feel as though that some coaches struggle with planning. They spend some time sitting and plan, sitting planning, but they don't actually really know what they're planning for or how to best plan to be able to maximize and get the very, very best out of what they're now looking to accomplish and achieve um, across person, coach and business owner, which is something that we're going to explore and take a little bit more of a deep dive into later on um, as we start to progress through this episode, which is going to be class as I give you some really key core takeaways that I've been able to actually implement that have worked incredibly well for me. Number four, it's that shift and that change from the time for money norm. And this is usually one of the biggest transition challenges that I now see with coaches who basically go from coaching on the gym floor to now coaching online. When you're coaching on the gym floor, you have your structure. You have somebody in seven to eight, eight to nine. You have a break from nine to 10. You then have somebody in you know 10 to one. You then train one to two. You then grab some food, shower, and then you've got clients three to whatever. And it's easy because you now know your day's mapped out and you now know that within that hour, you're going to be spending that hour of time coaching and working alongside X client. But when you now take the opportunity to take a step back from that and you actually maybe transition more into the online coaching world, it's quite difficult because ultimately you've now got all this time. Um, you've got these systems in place. You're not now just trading time for money. And often it can now be a quite a difficult concept um, for you to now be able to kind of immerse yourself in because you've normalized, obviously, for so long, the ability just to now be able to basically work this hour, get paid X amount. Whereas now, actually, when you move into the online coaching world, um, you're not now getting paid for the one hour of work that you now do. It's about the quality of the work. It's about the results that you get. It's about the systems that you now put in place. Um, and therefore, as a byproduct, it's very, very difficult to kind of measure um, how much you're now getting paid per hour because it's not measured per hour. It's measured per month is measured per quarter is measured per quality of work that you're now putting in um, and it's very difficult to actually quantify um, and again this is now one of the biggest challenges that I now see with coaches is like even the difficulty in terms of like trying to structure and plan their days because they've actually now got more time than they've ever had before um, and then they can struggle with um, understanding and awareness which can then can create quite often create um, chaos uh, because they now don't necessarily have that structure in order Number five, 
you feel guilty for taking time off. You feel like you're not where you want to be yet. You feel like you should be further ahead. You feel like you've still got so much to do. You feel like you've still got so much to action, so much to implement, so much you still need to put in place, so much that you still need to facilitate. And actually, do you know what? Taking time off, you're not deserving of that. Um, you've still got so much you need to do. You're behind. You feel as though that others are maybe are kind of getting ahead of you, etc. Instead of now recognizing and realizing that the game that you're probably playing is now going to be the long one. You're not now looking to sell in the next one to two years. You're actually in this for, um, you know, the infinite per se. And it's the ability to now be able to recognize that your accelerator is only as ever good as your break. And actually, do you know what? How would we now start to change that association with downtime and what that actually now means, what that actually now looks like and actually what that's now doing for you and actually how that's enhancing your creativity, your curiosity, your energy, your ability to now be able to reset, recalibrate. So you've now got the ability to now be able to really um want to continue to push and progress because when you put your foot on the accelerator you're ready to rock and roll you're inspired and you're now feeling great and finally it's the ability to now be able to normalize and accept and start to appreciate that nothing's ever done your business is always going to be broken and i say this about myself all the time and i don't mean this in a negative way but i'm always going to be broken what i mean by that is there's always something for me to develop there's always something for me to learn there's always something for me to action implement do put in place um, and it's exactly the same with your business. There's always going to be something that's now going to be on your to-do list. And so often as coaches, we feel as though we're just constantly chasing our tail. We're constantly in this reactive mode. Our to-do list is now getting bigger. There's all this different information around kind of marketing, sales, finance, coaching, etc and you just feel as though you're being bombarded by a flood of information but actually you're spending more time consuming that information than you actually now are implementing and also taking the opportunity to now be able to focus in on what are the actual the needle moving activities that you now need to double down on that day that week that hour in order for you to now be able to move the needle um, which is going to be absolutely key but just now recognizing and realizing that there's always going to be something to do as soon as you clear one thing that's just going to open the door to the next and it's just about now understanding that you have to give yourself that space and that time to be able to now put your foot on the brake because if you don't you will just basically end up in this endless pool of roles and responsibilities jobs and tasks and tick boxes but ultimately you're going to feel as though that you're never going to really be getting anywhere um, and also you're going to be operating at a kind of very suboptimal subpar version of yourself because you're almost going to be fitted lethargic um and pretty uninspired as well in my opinion but normalizing that your business is always going to be broken normalizing that you're always going to have areas that you now want to develop build and improve and you should see that through a really powerful and optimistic lens and through the lens of growth rather than obviously frustration um i've not far enough ahead i've not done enough yet and i've still got so much more to do so they're just six common problems that I've now experienced, I've been through, and I now typically see with so many coaches that I now work with. Let's now look at seven key core principles um, that we can now start to explore and we can now start to build. And then we're going to look at some key actionable takeaways in terms of how I plan, how I create structure, um, and maybe some little golden nuggets that you're now going to be able to plug and play, uh, which is going to be absolutely incredible. So number one, Becoming more efficient in the absence of another value will increase your workload with all of the additional time that you're creating. Becoming more efficient in the absence of another value will increase your workload with all of the additional time that you're creating. I see this all the time. And this was actually one of the biggest challenges that I have was that I've started to put kind of um, better quality systems in place. 
but then I actually was creating more free time for myself. But then with that free time, I didn't have any, any structure. I didn't have any order. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and therefore I basically just created more problems. I created more chaos and I created more challenges for myself, um, just to give myself something to do. And that's why it's so, so important that you now have the ability to now be able to understand, right, okay, what are the other fun and hobbies that I now want to be able to pursue? What are the other things that I now want to be able to go and explore out with just my business so that actually you can now create some structure within um, that kind of downtime that you're now creating? And or how do I now make sure that I'm actually getting really clear over why I now want to be able to become more efficient? And what's that now going to open the door to from a business perspective? How is that now going to allow me to operate and perform at a higher level? Because I've actually improved the efficiency of one thing, which has freed me up some time, which is then actually going to now allow me to build something else, which is then also going to now have a huge impact. But just now making sure that that actually is operating from a place of clarity. Um, and also there's a strategy behind it. but often we will basically become more efficient, we'll put better systems in place, and then we'll just create more problems um, as a byproduct um, in order for us to now be able to just feel as though that we're now doing something, but therefore we just end up being reactive. We don't really maximize the time, the opportunity, and the potential that we now really have, which brings us quite nicely onto number two. It's the ability to now be able to recognize the power of infinite leverage and compounding interest in the world of um, tech and the opportunities that we now have with the systems and the um, automations that we can now put in place. We now have the power and the opportunity to now be able to create infinite leverage, which is only going to now compound over time um, with the things that you're now starting to put in place. Not only that, but perfect example from this podcast, I can now record this podcast, which is going to probably be around half an hour long. I can then upload it um, to my video guy who can then basically crop it, um, who can then basically make a multiple of different reels from it. We can extract the audio um, and I could put that over. Oh, I couldn't put that over because I wouldn't have a clue, but he could then layer that over some training footage. Um, we could now uh, look at getting it transcribed so that obviously it can now be a series of uh, social media posts. Um, and also it could obviously now be uploaded as a training, could be uploaded as now a podcast. So just through creating one piece of content, we have the opportunity here to now be able to create an abundance of additional content just through that one piece of content. And so it's the ability to now be able to start to look at that kind of leverage that you now have. How can you now start to record, not repeat? What can you now start to put in place that's now going to allow you to become more efficient, that's now going to allow you to um, actually compound um, because of the one piece of work that you've now put in place that you can now obviously spread um, across and also it's now going to be something that people are always now going to be able to come back to um, which is also going to now save you energy save you effort the ability to now be able to record some trains record some faqs whatever it now might potentially be will take you time initially, but will save you so much time moving forward. Exactly the same to be said for some kind of um, back-end automations and systems that you can start to put in place that will now allow you to free yourself up more time to be able to now spend more time doing the things that you love and also the needle-moving activities, which are going to be absolutely huge. But the ability to now be able to put these in place takes a little bit of time, but that little bit of time is basically so insignificant in comparison to the time that you're now going to be able to save. And not only that, the energy that you're also now going to be able to regain. Number three, this took me a long, long time for me to be able to recognize, realize and appreciate. And uh, it's taken me a lot of time to be able to just now kind of uh, build better systems around. But it's just about now recognizing and realizing that your best looks different each and every day. And it's important for us to now be able to recognize that we operate from minimums and maximums, not just absolutes. And actually what happened last week 
doesn't mean you need to action, operate and implement and work at exactly the same level of intensity this week. We have to now recognize there's different, there's different external and internal pressures. Things are now shifted and evolved. You'll have accumulated potentially a degree of fatigue, as an example. And actually, do you know what? It's going to be the ability to now be able to pull back. And or you've actually now rested, restored and renewed. And actually, do you know what? You now need to roll up your sleeves and you've got work to do. So it's just about now recognizing and realizing that your best looks different each and every day. We've got all these different things that are now going on, obviously, both personally, physically and professionally that we now need to manage. And they're all interlinked. And that's why it's so important that we've got this awareness across um, the body, business, brain and balance. And we can now start to gain a greater perspective around what and why might I be feeling the way in which I am? And how do I now make sure there's a greater degree of synergy and harmony? And how does it now complement um, and not just complicate instead of just now creating this expectation for ourselves? Because when we create this expectation for ourselves and we can't meet those expectations, we spend so much time in the gap and not in the game instead of now just doubling down and focusing on how am I now raising and elevating my standards? which is exactly why your relationship with your rest ethic is going to be absolutely key because we now know that your accelerator is only as ever good as your break and your ability to now be able to manage um, the push and pull is going to be absolutely key. And I was just speaking to Danny on the podcast about this earlier and we were talking about obviously potentially hitting burnout, fatigue, feeling lethargic, et cetera. Um, and actually, do you know what the importance of actually now, um, in my opinion, going to the edge pushing yourself really seeing how far you can take yourself because if you're not then aware of how far you can take yourself then actually you are not going to be aware of the red flags and you're not going to have the boundaries that you can now operate within so i think it's really important for us to be able to now recognize that actually the ability to push is going to be absolutely key but it's also then going to be the questions you ask and the reset points and the anchor points that you then put in place in order for you to now be able to rest and recover which is going to be essential and it's going to be looking at your relationship with uh, with rest it's going to be looking at your relationship with taking some downtime what not what's the cost but what's the cause what's that now giving you it's not that you're now being lazy it's the fact that actually do you know what you actually need that regeneration time in order for you to be able to think create um disengaged so that you now come back inspired is going to be the ability to now be able to give yourself the opportunity to go and have an abundance of different experiences and the ability to now be able to recognize that you're not just your business you are so much more than your business and actually again in the finite game people might potentially uh, get ahead of you coaches might temporarily get ahead of you somebody can work really 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 hard for a month and they might, might potentially get ahead but ultimately, what's the consequence of that? And do they have the ability to sustain that? Or can you now operate with this relentless consistency around those world-class basics? I mean, just now recognize and realize the game that you're now trying to play. And again, it's really important for you to now be able to recognize what's the mission, what is the vision that you're now operating from. And now am I now operating in accordance with your highest values? If you now look at your week, and you now look at planning, and I'm actually going to be putting this out shortly. So there's going to be a lot of you that are actually now going to be planning and mapping out, obviously, your Monday and your week ahead. When you now look at your plan and you now look at your week and you break it down, does that reflect your highest values? Are you now living in accordance with your highest values? If you were to now give that to somebody else who didn't actually know you, would they be able to actually clearly see what your values are, the things that you now enjoy, the things that you now want to spend more time doing? Or right now, would it basically just be full of things and tasks that are actually now low level um, that actually don't necessarily serve you and also aren't potentially of your highest value? And again, if you want to go and explore values in a little bit more depth and detail, then I highly recommend that you go and check out Dr. John Day Martini um, and also 
go and check out his values factor on his website, which is actually free, which is absolutely incredible. It'll take you around 45 minutes to do, I believe. Um, but again, a really, really great way for you to now be able to get clearer on your values. But again, now looking at when you are planning, when you are now putting that structure in place, is that now in accordance with your values and the things that you now want to be doing? Or right now, are you doing a lot of things that you now don't want to be doing that you feel uninspired by that you've just now told yourself that you need to be doing? Number six, I believe. Where are your boundaries, barriers and personal standards right now? We're always in this thought process of how am I pushing? How am I developing? How am I doing more? How can I now really um, give as much as I possibly can instead of actually starting to look at what are the boundaries and the barriers that I actually now need to put in place? Are you now doing what you said that you would do? Are you now building trust within yourself? Are you now giving yourself slack time between tasks? And are you now making sure that you're giving yourself enough time to be able to facilitate the tasks that you actually need to actually implement and do? Now, of course, there's the thought process around kind of like Parkinson's law, where you'll basically facilitate a task in the time that you obviously have to give to it. But also it's the ability to now be able to make sure that you're going to give your future self something, your current self or thank yourself for by ensuring that you're not now overwhelming yourself. And it's going to be the ability to now be able to have better quality boundaries and barriers. It's the ability to now be able to protect those cutoff times. It's the ability to now be able to recognize and realize how do I now serve myself first? What are the anchor points that I now need to put in place? And how am I now really communicating effectively with myself and others to be able to now be really respectful of your boundaries and barriers and your ability to now be able to really um, raise your personal standards, which is going to be absolutely key. And that's going to be so essential for us to now be able to look at, especially as you continue to scale and grow, as you continue to scale and grow and as you continue to build, I feel as though that, and this has been the biggest challenge that I had previously as I let my boundaries and barriers drop, my personal standards slipped because I end up just getting busier and busier and busier and busier and busier. And then you just end up in this cycle instead of actually now taking the opportunity to actually now take a step back and now look at what the boundaries and barriers I need to put in place. Um, what and how do I now want to operate? How do I now need to serve, lead and look after myself? What personal standards do I now want to up, um, hold? Uh, and what is it I now know that I need to do in order for me to now be able to operate from my best, which is now going to be absolutely huge. And finally, for me, working on somebody else doesn't work for anyone, but working on yourself tends to work for everyone. Johnny Wilkinson. This was a, uh, a quote or actually a saying that he basically had um mentioned in the uh, Diary of a CEO podcast. And I thought that was absolutely unbelievable because as coaches, we so often run around like mother hens, uh, basically trying to look after all our clients, trying to make sure they're all okay. You're trying to always do so much for everybody else. Um, and so often you'll put yourself at the bottom of the priority list and or you won't really give yourself the opportunity to really explore how good that you can be. You're in a good space just now, but you now know that you're capable of so much more. But right now you're channeling too much energy into potentially others um, instead of now um, really channeling a little bit more energy into yourself to stretch and expand um, what you now know that you're capable of. And I just thought that was so, 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 so powerful. Working on somebody else doesn't work for anybody, uh, but working on yourself tends to work for everyone. Everything now starts with you. You are the business, you are the brand, you are the machine, you are the very thing that people are believing and supporting, investing and looking up to. And your business ambition is limited to the amount of energy that you have to give to it. The industry is saturated, but it's certainly not competitive. And the ability to now be able to make sure that you're now going to be that lighthouse, you're now going to be that figure, and you're now going to have the confidence, the backing, the belief in your own ability and the ability to now be able to uh, um, serve yourself and live and breathe what you say that you do is going to be absolutely huge because people are slow to trust people who don't walk the talk. And it's the ability to now be able to realize and recognize that, yeah, your business is reliant upon you and your energy. 
your ability to now be able to make better quality decisions, your ability to now be able to turn up, your ability to now be able to operate with more emotional stability. And it's the ability to now be able to make sure you've got those anchor points in place every single day, which is going to be absolutely key. And again, your best is going to look different each and every day. But that ability to now be able to raise awareness and ask yourself better questions surrounding that is going to be absolutely key. And again, you can tell yourself that I'm serving everybody else to the greatest of your capacity. Um, but if you're not now serving yourself to your best, which is a story that I tell myself before, then I'm actually doing people a disservice because I'm actually only operating at a three out of ten. So hopefully some of those little principles have started to now kind of layer upon, obviously, those common problems. So let's now look at some um, kind of crystal clear practical performance planning uh, steps that you can now action implement and put in place. And I think it's really important for us to be able to acknowledge and understand here that this is just now basically my own um bias my own view and my own perspective this now doesn't mean that this is how you need to do it uh, but this is how i now create the structure this is how i now plan in accordance with the boundaries and the barriers and all the things that i've just now spoken around because planning is one thing but doing it with intent doing it with energy and raising necessity um, is going to be the most important key core considerations so number one it's going to be your ability to now be able to think energy management, not time management. When am I at my best? When am I at my worst? Where are my high energy points? Where are my low energy points? Where are my high energy tasks? Where are my low energy tasks? Where, where do I now feel as though that I actually need to kind of plug the gaps? AKA, you now know that you're not feeling great, but you just feel as though that you're just now working for working sake instead of now giving yourself the space and the time to be able to reset, recalibrate and go and enjoy some downtime, go and enjoy some fun or whatever it now might potentially be. What is it I now need to have in place as anchors in order for me to now be able to have that bounce back ability in order for me to be able to now operate from a greater degree of stability uh, within my day to be able to raise necessity and be able to improve my energy? And how can you now just start to raise awareness around when I'm in the green, when I'm in the amber, when I'm in the red? when I'm at my best, when I'm at my worst. And the ability to now be able to operate from energy management rather than time management um, is going to be so, 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 so powerful because it's going to now allow you to create cohesion and it's now going to allow you to work with your body uh, rather than against it. Uh, because so often in the past, I've almost basically lost trust in myself because I said I was going to do something, but I procrastinated for so long because my energy was through the floor and the energy needed for that task was high, but I didn't have the ability to now be able to give the energy to it. And therefore the quality of the work was diminished um, and or fundamentally, I just didn't action implement and or do anything. So it's important to now recognize that um, your ability to now be to raise awareness just simply around your energy is going to be the most important thing. And if you want um, even more context, even more depth and even more detail on this exact subject, go back to one of the first episodes inside the High Performance Coach. And I basically do an entire training on energy management that you're going to now be able to plug and play that will give you so much more depth, so much more meaning. Number two, it's your ability to now be able to sprint, rest and reassess. We don't want to be like a desktop computer where we've got like 25 different tabs open. It's going to be the ability for you now to be able to sprint, rest, recalibrate and then reassess. What is it I now need to action implement and do? How am I currently feeling? Where is my energy right now? Where do I now need to raise the greatest amount of necessity? Where that where actually now requires my, atten my attention? Instead of just now constantly just working at this kind of like... Um, cruise control of 50, 60% all the time. It's the ability to now be able to focus, boom, deep work, rest, and then recalibrate and reassess. And that's also now going to come that back down to the ability to now be able to raise intent, going into the task that you now want to be able to actually implement. How do I want to feel? How do I need to turn up? What do I now need to put in place? And also, how can you create boundaries and barriers with that so that you can give yourself the greatest space and the greatest environment and the greatest opportunity in order for you to now be able to facilitate what it is you need to do? 
And again, I spoke about this briefly a second ago. It's the ability to now be able to have like a bounce back series of systems. And we call this like the bunch of fives. And actually I took this from an incredible lady called Kathy McDonald. And she talked about within negotiation and communication, the ability to now be able to have like your bunch of fives in terms of what are the, some of the biggest problems that you now typically see within the field that you're now working with. And how do you now come up with five solutions to those or five questions that you can now ask? And this is now going to be exactly the same with um, coaches. So what I now want you to be able to think about is what are five big challenges that basically knock you off track that now might be a client leaves that now might be your clients aren't getting results that now might be you've had a difficult conversation that now might be um you've had a slow sales month that now might be people haven't signed up that now might be something personal these are typically the things that now knock us off track these are now the things that lead to emotional volatility which lead to you getting lower the lows when you get lower the lows and emotion is high intelligence is low you basically have distortion you don't have an ability to now be able to think so what do you now need to action and implement in order for you to now be able to have that bounce back ability to now be able to get back to a greater degree of stability more efficiently and it's not that high performers and high achievers don't have lows they have lows but they have the ability to bounce back more effectively so what I now basically speak to my guys and girls about is the ability to now be able to put better systems in place. Right, okay, client um, leaves. And I now know, I know in the past that I would have now taken that personally. But it just as a line of questioning, three great questions you can now ask yourself. Number one, were they coachable? Number two, as a coach, to the best of my knowledge, was there anything else that I could have now done? Number three, what did I now learn from that experience? And number four, what emotion has arisen or has arose from actually that client now leaving. And why am I now thinking or feeling that way? That's a great little kind of series of questions for you to now be able to gain some clarity. The second thing that you can now go and do is actually go and look at the testimonials in your phone and for people to now be able to acknowledge, for you to now be able to go and acknowledge all the great things that people have said about you and your service previously and the results that you've now got it might be your ability to now be able to go and physically move and just go and sweat going um actually take some time away from your laptop there's three things that you can now go and do if a client now leaves as an example just to now be able to give yourself a degree of bounce back ability so you can get back to baseline more efficiently exactly the same can be said if you've had now difficult conversations your clients are now getting results you've had now a slow sales month etc whatever it now might potentially be it's going to be the ability to now be able to shift and reframe and these things aren't going to instantly just work straight away but it's the ability once again to be able to put better systems in place so that we can get back to a degree of st uh, stability um, more effectively which is then going to give us more clarity and a better line of thinking which is going to be absolutely incredible so again perfect task for you to now be able to sit down and think about the bunch of fives and um, what are the basically the things that you now know that um, knock you off track that basically lead you and stop you from doing what you said that you were going to do that basically dent your confidence and or um, stop you straight, you know, dead in your tracks in order for you to now be able to overcome that hurdle um, a little bit more efficiently, which is going to be absolutely huge. And also take the opportunity now to be able to do a time and task audit. Recognize and now realize that as we start to progress as coaches through our careers, I almost feel like we're buckaroo. Um, and this is an analogy I use quite a bit. It's almost like basically we have all this baggage and all these additional things that we basically end up carrying around with us. We basically have the finance, the admin, the graphics, the social media, the copywriting. We end up then obviously doing all the program, all the coaching. We do uh, all the different kind of tasks within our business. 
But so often as you continue to scale and grow, these 10 pound tasks no longer serve you anymore. And right now it's started to look at, right, okay, what do you now need to delegate? What do you need to systemize and or what do you need to automate and or eradicate? And it's the ability to now be able to get really crystal clear over, right, okay, where's your excellence? Where do you now want to be spending the majority of your time? Where do you now feel the most fulfilled? Where do you now get the greatest amount of impact? Where do you now generate the most amount of income? And how can you now spend more time and spend more energy within those um, elements so that obviously you can now feel better, you have more energy, you now have more desire, you have more fulfillment. And obviously as an ROI, that's going to be so powerful. And you also have the ability to now be able to delegate the 10 pound tasks that aren't serving you because it's typically those things that we procrastinate over. It's typically those things that we actually now don't do. We put to the bottom of the priority list. They're actually now draining your energy. They're now taking you away from what you now know that you want to be doing more of. So for me, as an example, I basically want to be spending all of my time delivering, coaching and speaking. If I'm now spending all my time doing those three things, I now know that I'm at my most fulfilled and I now know that I'm going to be at my most connected. Um, and I now know that I'm going to be operating from a place of um, impact um, in terms of what I now know that we want to be able to do um, within the high performance coach. Whereas if I was spending all my time designing graphics, um, if I was spending all my time managing finance, doing admin, taking payments and all these good things, I would actually be doing my clients a disservice because my energy would now be drained and I actually now wouldn't be centering my focus, my attention on the things that I now know where I can help them to the greatest capacity. And it's that ability to now be able to recognize and realize in order for you to be able to effectively grow, you need to be able to efficiently manage what you already have. Otherwise, you're just going to end up creating more workload for yourself, which is then going to ultimately end up leading to overwhelm and feeling as though, once again, nothing's ever done, but um, you're always going to be kind of 10 steps behind. So that ability just to take a time and task audit, what are you doing that you don't need to be doing? What are you doing that you could put a system in place for? What are you doing that you could potentially delegate to somebody for 10 pounds, you know, like 10 pounds an hour, whatever it's now potentially going to be. And your ability to now be able to get clear over the 10 pound task, the 100 pound task and the 1000 pound task is going to be really, really powerful for you. Um, and the ability for you to now be able to recognize where does my excellence lie? What are you really great at? What do you now really feel as though that you um, thrive within? And where do you get your greatest kind of level of, energy and um, yeah, fulfillment, which is going to be absolutely key. So just taking the opportunity to get really, really clear on that, I believe is going to be so, 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 so powerful. And actually in doing so, yes, it's going to cost you maybe a little bit of time or a little bit of finance initially, but what's it going to save you and what's it going to give you then moving forward? And I think that is the lens that we now need to look through. You do not need to have a business that's operating at X per month in order for you to do that. You can look at the simplest of things that's now going to fine tune and over time, obviously, if we now look at obviously the 1%, that compounding interest is going to be absolutely huge. So you can spend more time doing the things that you love, which is going to be absolutely mega. And in order for us to now be able to look at how to actually plan, this is now something that I, that I now do. And if you want me to send you over the worksheet, just send me a message on Instagram, basically just saying planning. So I now know that you've basically listened to this podcast. And I'll basically send you over the exact worksheet that I now use in order for me to be able to now map, map out each and every week across body, business, brain and balance. Because before what I'd now typically do is I'd basically create a big long list of all the things that I needed to action and implement on that given week. But I didn't compartmentalize them. And also when you're trying to stretch, build, develop and grow, let's say it's going to be within business, it's going to be your ability to now be able to protect the downside and mitigate the risk. So it's therefore the ability to now be able to raise awareness around what are the anchor points across 
those four different um, elements, which is going to be absolutely key. And where do I now need to push and where do I now need to pull? How do I now complement and not complicate? Whereas what I've typically made a mistake of in the past is I've tried to push my business, but then I've also kept my foot on the accelerator in every other aspect instead of looking at how do I now pull back? How am I now being realistic? And how do I now take it week to week? So perfect example, I basically create a little quadrant, I have body, business, brain and balance. Um, and now basically what I look at is my week this week. So I've been in um, Devon this week. My best one of my best friends got married. Um, I was obviously spending some time with my family. Um, I was spending some time obviously with my grandparents and obviously spending a lot of time traveling as well. So I now know that in my business quadrant over the last week, I've not had loads and loads and loads and loads of tasks. It's been centered around delivering the very best quality service to my current clients and being able to connect and communicate with each and every one of those on the highest possible level. I knew that obviously I had the podcast recording, which is obviously from an incredible, for an incredible um, cause. And also now I knew that we had our tune up that we basically delivered on a Monday and also had a team meeting um, with Ben and Troy um, on Monday morning as well. Aside from that, uh, my content was basically kind of stripped back um, and I actually hadn't planned in any other kind of like big needle moving kind of business tasks that I wanted to actually implement and put in place because I knew that I was going to be traveling, spending some time with my family. Um, and I actually wanted to be here and I actually wanted to now be engaged, which therefore meant that obviously within my balance quadrant, that was way, way higher this week in comparison to the week before. My body quadrant had also been stripped back because I basically just worked towards two competitions. So I've been taking a little bit of a deload. So the, the kind of the body quadrant was centered around training a minimum of kind of three times. Whereas previously to that, I'd basically been training five times to seven times per week. Um, and then again, with regards to like the brain, I often now think about that as just like the things that you're now doing for you to obviously enhance your thinking and or learning. So again, I now know that with the drives, I obviously get a lot of time to be able to listen to podcasts. I get a lot of time to be able to think. Um, and I actually feel as though that's an incredible superpower for me. So again, I knew that obviously my um, listening time, my studying time was obviously going to be way, way higher this week. So I now can start to understand, right, okay, where am I? And how does this now align to uh, my life this week? And how do I now make sure that I am operating in accordance with that? Whereas what I'd previously have done is gone, right, okay, I'm coming back to Devon. I'm spending some time with my family, but I've got one, two, three, four, five, things that I need to action implement from a business perspective and I need to do them when actually I didn't need to do them. I was just telling myself I needed to do them because I felt as though I had to always be ahead. And if I wasn't, then I wasn't, um, you know, progressing instead of now realizing deliver a world-class service to my clients, make sure everybody's a-okay, check in with the team, record a podcast, deliver the tune up. Right. Okay. They are basically my minimums this week. Next week, um, we've got an abundance more going on. We're basically rebuilding the lab. Um, currently got a, an incredible how to achieve life-changing results for your clients part two training that I'm now going to be delivering on Friday. Uh, we've got the tune-up on Monday. We've also got comms and obviously communication uh, with obviously every single one of our coaches, which is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and there's an abundance of other things that are currently in the pipeline. So I know that next week is going to be a bigger week from business, but balance-wise, that we strip back to having dinner with Leanne every single day, taking her out for breakfast um, or dinner one day, and the ability to now be able to spend a Saturday afternoon off. That will pretty much be my week next week. And training wise, I'm going to be ramping my training intensity back up to six days per week. But that, as I'm talking you through it, hopefully allows you to see, right, okay, it's the push and pull, it's the awareness between the different quadrants and where I'm now spending time and energy. And that operating through that lens has been so, 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 so powerful for me. And not only that, final thing that I'll share with that uh, before we now move into just to some final questions that I now want you to be able to explore and I want you to now be able to think about. It's your ability to now be able to get an ideas journal. I see so many coaches that come up to me that basically say to me, Joe, I struggle with content. I don't know what to write and I don't know um, what to talk about. 
And the biggest thing that I've now done that I think has been such a small little thing, but it's completely transformed and changed the game is that I basically have an A5 a diary that I now take absolutely everywhere with me. So even if I'm just driving to the petrol station, I will now take this thing in the passenger seat with me. Um, it's crazy. I, it's just become this habit that I now do. But ultimately, there's ideas and there's inspiration everywhere. And basically what I now do is I basically every single idea that I now get, I basically just write down within that journal. So if I've listened to a podcast, I've had a conversation, I've had a certain experience about certain you know within a certain thing so that now might be going out for dinner staying in a hotel that now might be a certain kind of uh, service that i've now received i will basically note down in an ideas journal absolutely everything so then when it comes to the tune-ups that we now deliver every single week when it comes to the trainings when it now comes to writing social media posts when it now comes to recording podcasts i basically would just flick through that that kind of journal and i basically just have bullet point after bullet point after bullet point of what's gone on that week no matter how small or how big i've just noted little things down sometimes it's like paragraphs sometimes it's just literally words and the ability i believe for every coach to be able to get an ideas journal and the ability to now be able to put pen to paper and just to take that with them everywhere there's inspiration everywhere you only have to have a conversation with your client and you've pretty much got a content content pipeline for the entirety of that week so that ability just to be able to raise a set necessity and awareness don't just listen to a podcast listen to a podcast don't just read a book read a book don't just have a conversation have a conversation that intent that necessity and think about what am i learning how am i developing how am i can how can i now start to distill this down actually into another powerful lesson that i can now give um, to somebody else that can be absolutely huge and or i can now use that as um, leverage um, within kind of like a couple of pieces of content is going to be so 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 powerful that if you take nothing else away will be so so transformational in terms of your ability to now be able to create content and your ability to now be able to deliver better quality trainings to your clients which is going to be absolutely huge so if we now move into the final sector uh, that i just want to finish on i think so often we focus on how do i achieve more but what i want you to now be able to explore is how do i now want to live and our incredible head of high performance troy actually spoke about this in a razor sharp clarity session that he delivered last week and he's basically talked about what is your rich life? What is your rich life? Where do you now want to be in health, wealth and relationships? What does that actually now look like for you? And instead of now starting to think about constantly about growth and more and bigger and better, et cetera, in terms of maybe finance or clients, how do you now start to think about how do I now want to live my life? What do I actually now want to achieve? And why am I now connected to that? And what's the consequence of me now not accomplishing and achieving that? And most importantly for me, this is one big thing that I now focus um, so much of um, our effort and intent around is how do I now want to feel? Not what do I have or what do I want to accomplish or what do I want to achieve, but how do I actually now want to feel? Because when I think you focus on that, um, I think that becomes so powerful. And I think it just gives you a completely different level of thinking, uh, which has been absolutely unbelievable for me. Instead of just now realizing that actually, do you know what, sometimes you will do something expecting to feel a certain way once you get to the end result um, and you feel the complete opposite because of the expectations that you've now created instead of centering and stay staying focused within that moment of how do I now want it to feel with your daily actions, your daily tasks, your daily conversations, writing your daily content, how do I now want it to feel? Therefore, you're almost, I believe, winning before you've actually even done anything and or put anything out there. And a couple of final points for me. How would you define fun? And what do you actually now do for fun? What does that actually now look like for you? And again, this is something that I feel as a lot of coaches actually struggle with. And this is something that I've massively struggled with as well. 
So what is it actually you now do for fun? How would you actually now define fun? And how do you now create better minimums and maximums? And you have more buffer and you have more slack time. So instead of it now being an absolute, I have to do this. Well, what about you have a minimum of this, a minimum of A and a, and a maximum of B. And instead of now basically having more from one task straight to another, how do you now give yourself a little bit more buffer? And how do you now give yourself a little bit more slack time, uh, which is now going to be absolutely key in your ability to now be able to um, give yourself a little bit of bandwidth so that obviously if things do run over and or things don't go quite to plan, you have that ability to now be able to have that space, which is going to give you the stability to be able to sprint, rest and reassess. And if you're now looking at um, how do I now start to kind of structure my week we pretty much base um absolutely everything we do around three key core common questions which are shared um i believe in the last episode number one what are your one to three personal anchor points this week what do you now need to do for yourself in order for you to now be able to serve yourself to your greatest capacity in order for you to now be able to be at your best what does that now actually look like what are the simple things you now know that when you do you feel so much better for that could literally be something as simple as getting a food shop that now might be an anchor point because you now know that that anchor point then leads you having food in the fridge which then leads to better quality decisions which then actually obviously leads to you now from a cognition health digestion and energy perspective feeling better because of um, the food that you're now consuming instead of just now snacking that could just be one anchor point for you it could just now be the power and the ability to now be able to now know that you need to move every single day so what are the anchor points that you now know are going to basically um, keep you centered and now going to allow you to <clears throat> absolutely thrive and absolutely excel going into that given week what are your one to three business stabilizers what do you now need to do within the business this week in order for you to be able to keep the business afloat that's going to be probably centered around obviously um communication conversation connection with your clientele that also now might potentially be centered around <clears throat> building a certain system or starting to improve the efficiency of how you're now operating or performing in a certain way, just so that you can now actually operate with more stability. So what are the in the business things that you now know that you just want to double down and you want to be able to improve and you now want to be able to become more efficient with, which is going to be absolutely huge. And what are actually the cogs of the machine that you need to turn um, and what are the key things that you now need to double down on, which is going to be absolutely essential. And then finally, what are your connection enhancers? What do you now need to do this week? What are your one to three connection enhancers that you need to implement, you need to put in place? That now might be start X amount of conversations. That now might be create X amount of content. That now might be reach out to X amount of people to be able to explore the opportunity to now be able to go and speak and or get into their workplace, whatever it now might potentially be. That now might potentially be record X amount of podcasts. So what are your one to three anchors? What are your one to three business stabilizers? And what are your one to three connection enhancers? The way we like to think about this is one to three anchors is your person. The business stabilizers is obviously you now developing and improving, obviously your coaching blade as a coach. And then obviously your connection enhances, obviously you as a business owner. Now, of course, they're all intertwined. They're all interlinked and there's crossovers with all of them. But your ability to now be able to focus on those one to three things, if you now know that you're going to actually implement those things consistently over time, that compounding interest is only going to yield great returns if you have the ability to now be able to sow the seeds and now be patient enough to be able to reap the rewards. And ultimately, now moving forwards, you have three futures. Off the back of this planning session, you now have the ability to be able to now go, yep, yeah, that was cool, great, bit of information, fantastic. Um, but you don't really make much of a difference. You just continue to do as you are. Or alternatively, you actually have the power to be able to really recognize and have the opportunity to now be able to step up into who you really are, what you have the ability to accomplish and achieve, recognizing and realizing that your clients now need you as you are today. Your clients need you at your best. 
You don't need to be the very best coach in the world in terms of all this information. You just need to be the very best coach in your client's eyes in the world in order for you to now be able to have an impact, for you to now be able to lead them in a better place, for you now to be able to inspire them in order for you to now be able to give them the platform, the belief and the confidence in order for them to be able to now accomplish and achieve, which is absolutely key and so, so empowering and absolutely huge. And it's the ability to now be able to operate from that energy, that intent, and now realizing and appreciating the matter, how hard it is, it's on its way. The ability to now be able to operate with a greater degree of self-respect in terms of the boundaries and the barriers that you now put in place for yourself. The ability to now be able to recognize and realize that you need that downtime. That ability to now be able to recalibrate, the ability to now be able to think, that ability to now be able to explore, have fun, enjoy. You are not your business. You are so much more than your business. Your business is an extension of you, which is exactly why you, your future self, those closest to you and your clients need you at your best, which is going to be absolutely huge. So I hope that was powerful. I hope that you were able to take away a couple of golden nuggets that you can now plug and play. If you want me to send you over that worksheet, just send me the uh, message on Instagram DM or Facebook just with the word planning. And I'll send you that over. No questions asked whatsoever. Uh, but hopefully you've been able to now uh, put pen to paper. You've actually now been able to plan. You've actually been able to sit down. And actually now want to give yourself the space to be able to now go and think, what is the one thing that I now need to actually implement and do off the back of today? What is it that I now know that I need to strip back? Because there's a, a kind of degree of appreciating, acknowledging that you're always going to now be busy. But it's now going to be that ability to now be able to focus on the quality of now what you're doing. It's going to be the ability to now be able to give yourself permission to slow down. It's going to be able to give yourself permission to be able to actually now look at how to become more efficient. How do I become more effective? What am I now actually doing all of this for? And how can I now really make sure that I can start to iterate and sharpen the blade and look at these 1% and raise intent and necessity around how I'm planning and how I'm now bringing my very best energy in order for you to now be able to do more, achieve more and grow more? Because you're listening to this because you want to be better. But in order for you to be able to have um, that scale and that growth, you now need to be able to efficiently manage you, your business, your systems, and your energy to an even higher capacity in order for you to now be able to perform and operate at an even higher level. Um, and then for you to be able to normalize that and become efficient at that, which is going to be absolutely key. So I will love you and leave you. I'm just about to go and pack the bags and uh, drive eight hours back up to Scotland. Hopefully the sun will be shining and uh, we'll be looking forward to a coffee in a few hours time, especially uh, after a 4 a.m. wake. I can't tell you the last time I was, I was up at 4 a.m., probably um, en route um, to the airport at some point a few years ago, I'm sure. Uh, but whatever you're up to, I hope you have an incredible week. Continue to put your very best foot forward. Keep being awesome. I look forward to catching up with you on the very on the next episode. And if you do know of any other coach who will massively benefit from listening to this episode, then I'd absolutely love it for you to be able to share the link with them. And that would mean the absolute world to me in our ability to now be able to really make the industry a stronger, safer and better place. And in order for us to now be able to build the very best people, the very best coaches and the very best business owners. Keep being awesome. Have an incredible morning, afternoon, evening, and I shall speak to you shortly. Take care.